and I take 500 customers times 20 bucks a month, you're doing like $10,000 a month in revenue? Yeah, something like that. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Carolis Rusenas. He is building a tool that helps you debug webhooks sort of at scale. He's an entrepreneur, full-stack engineer with extensive experience in compute infrastructure networks, Kubernetes, and developer tooling. The website's webhookrelay.com. Carolis, you ready to take us to the top? Um, yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. Okay. Uh, so explain, explain this tool simply for us, right? People understand a webhook. They understand they build a tool. It has to connect to Stripe, and it uses webhooks to do that. Where does your tool come in? Uh, so main use cases when you want to receive one of a book and uh, then pan out into multiple destinations. For example, if you're integrating it with Segment, uh, HubSpot, or like Zapier, like many tools, so it can do that. Then it can also um, forward it to your internal networks. So main use case usually is just uh, some service in your internal network, like on uh, like Office Network or some uh, cloud provider that doesn't have public IP. Uh, they can receive those webhooks without getting exposed to the internet. Like, for example, Jenkins CI, that's like very powerful, but if someone hacks it, uh, then they have access to your whole infrastructure. So, just so, so Carol, let's explain this to a non-developer for a second, right? So why is it important to be able to test a webhook without being exposed to the internet? Uh, mostly because your computers, for example, don't really have access to the internet like from outside. Like, internet cannot access your laptop uh, unless you're configure your router, configure it, and also uh, some internet providers don't even give you public IP addresses. And also some uh, services uh, require HTTPS, so you'll need to like, get a valid certificate for your laptop if you want to test something out. And mm-hmm. then uh, if you want to like retry uh, or see uh, what kind of requests uh, there was and what kind of response you received, like, it really helps with that. Got it. And it, I mean, is this a big problem? Do you, do you have customers that are paying to use the tool? Oh, yeah, uh, quite a few. So I initially built it because I had this problem. I was building a, a webhook integration uh, for one company that I worked before, StorageOS. And at that point, like, I thought that like, there must be a simpler way. Uh, and yeah, I started uh, uh, doing that. And here we are, like, I think, three years after. So, so how many customers are you working with today? Uh, So currently, uh, there are around uh, 10,000 users. Uh, 
like really active ones, I would say uh, around 3,000. Okay, so 10,000 users, 3K are really active, but how many are paying? Uh, paying, uh, it's around 500. Around 500, okay. And how, how did you launch pricing? I know you're an engineer, so you probably hate thinking about pricing, but how did you think, how did you think about pricing? Um, I think I looked uh, into like different SaaS uh, systems. I saw like how, how they like uh, provide pricing because obviously it's like a very difficult thing to get uh, right. And uh, probably I didn't get it right. So I was just rolling with it. Uh, so there were some changes, but I pretty much tried to create these bundles uh, where there is like a basic plan uh, that's usually used by like uh, solo developers or non-technical users that have, for example, some home assistant deployed on their um, like Raspberry Pis. And then like there's standard plan, pro plan for like companies that start integrating it into their systems. And then I have some customers who are like on custom plans completely. Uh, so they pay not through Stripe, but through like uh, normal invoicing. So, so what is the average, what's the average customer pay per month, would you say? I would say around uh, $20 to $50. Uh, like there's just quite a big range, like some are in thousands and a lot of them are just four and a half dollars. Okay. And when did you launch the company? What year? Uh, so I launched it quite uh, a while ago. Uh, I think 2017. Uh, but for a long time, it was really like very small side project that I would spend only a few, few hours uh, per week. Uh, so later on, I really noticed that you, if your landing page sucks, like you really can't move forward. Like, uh, so I iterated a lot on documentation, on landing page. And I think first users uh, started coming a year and a half ago. Like I noticed that uh, there is an uptick. And yeah, I just tried to like uh, provide more content, like more blog posts, more tutorials. And have you bootstrapped the company or did you raise capital? No, no, just bootstrapping. I love that. So you're profitable every month, huh? Yeah, yeah, there's like absolutely no like scary <laughs> uh, burn down rates or anything like that. So yeah, it's how many how many people are on the team? Uh, just me. Just you. I love that. Okay, so one one person, one engineer, and I mean, so can I do the math? Can I take five hundred customers times twenty bucks a month? You're doing like ten thousand dollars a month in revenue. Yeah, something like that. And it's just a single project. I have a few other projects, uh, and I also do uh, consulting on the side. Um, so yeah, it's just one stream of income. That's great. So what, 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 just looking at Webhook Relay, if it's doing $10,000 a month today, what was it doing exactly a year ago? Mm, probably a thousand. Oh wow, so a lot of growth. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty much no marketing as well, uh, yeah. So how are customers finding you? Uh, so I only write some uh, tutorials and blog posts on Medium, uh, DevTo, um, I also wrote some uh, Twitter bot to like help like with followers and I have some automations. Uh, but yeah, I pretty much try to like get users through content. Uh, like I did uh, try to do some uh, ads on Facebook and Google, but yeah, I think like the quality of users that came from it just wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. Tell me about what you did on Twitter. So you have 4,700 Twitter followers right now. You're saying you built sort of a tool to get more followers and then you converted followers into Webhook Relay users? Yeah, so mostly that. So yeah, I was, uh, I, I was running this uh, bot that would like look for our engineers, try to follow them and so on. 
Uh, but yeah, Twitter banned me maybe three times, <laughs> suspended my account. Uh, so I had to change my tactics. Mm -hmm. So where, where do you put up most of your content now? Uh, so mostly just on WebBookReady blog. Uh, and most of the new users actually coming from Google search, where they are looking how to like test like Stripe webbooks or uh, set up their Jenkins uh, testing environment in the company. It got it. So the 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 Jenkins search is a good one for you. You get a lot of users from that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's like a real pain point. Uh, lots of corporates don't really want to expose their Jenkins servers to the internet. So a lot of corporate customers are coming through for that. It's just like the sales cycle with corporations. It's just so slow, and mm -hmm. it's a lot of handholding. Uh, so yeah, it does take a lot of time sometimes. And 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 do your talk to me about churn. Once people start paying, they stick. What's your churn look like? Oh yeah, it's uh, very sticky. Yeah. Um, pretty much. So what what percent month. churns every month? Uh, around four percent. Okay, so four percent monthly churn. That's on a revenue basis. Um, not not really sure. Um, so if you're if you're doing if you're doing if you start the month with ten thousand bucks a month, you'll lose four hundred dollars a month in churned revenue. Oh, but uh, the growth is always also every month. It's uh, it's around uh, some months like during coronavirus. Uh, it's a, a bit lower, like seven percent. Uh, but pre prior to Corona, it was like fifteen to twenty percent. In terms of churn or growth? Uh, growth. Yeah, yeah. So ignore growth for a second. Just look at like lost revenue from the prior month. You'll lose like four hundred bucks a month, or about four percent, but you'll grow like fifteen or twenty percent. So net, you're at like fifteen percent growth. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to say like with churn. Like as I said, like some months it's zero uh, percent, some months there are some. Uh, so like with the last few months, uh, there was a churn because some of the companies went bust. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Are you spending any money today on marketing? Like, what's your CAC? No, nothing. So it's just your time and writing? Yeah, I just see that it's like the best option, at least for me at the moment. Um, yes, it costs me time, which is probably worth more to me. Uh, but as I said, that I try to run ads, and I don't know why, but most of the uh, clicks actually don't really go anywhere. Like, I remember, like, uh, even though I would have like thousands and thousands of clicks, like, there would only just be a few registrations, and then yeah. those registrations have to be converted into like paying customers, and then just that didn't happen. Well, very good. I love it. Bootstrap to 10K a month. That's great. A very niche specific tool for developers. Carolus, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, I have to tell uh, lots of Isaac Asimov uh, science fiction books. Um, can't really say it. Pick, pick one. Uh, actually, maybe a Chinese author, uh, Three Body Problem, He um, Hien Lu. I can't pronounce his name, but. What's the yeah. book title? Three Body Problem. Three Body Problem? Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I like Elon Musk, uh, but really not following number, him. Much. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your uh, platform? Mm, don't have anything. I just build my own things. You must use some sort of online tools. GitHub? Yeah, do, what? Uh, let's say GKE. Uh, I think that really helped me a lot. What's it called? Spell it? 
uh, GKE. So it's a uh, Google Cloud Managed Kubernetes. It's like a platform where you run your applications. GKE? Yeah. Okay, number three. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Mm, eight. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Uh, married, no kids. Married, no kids, and how old are you? Uh, 31. 31. Last question, Carlos. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Mm, probably just start building sooner. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Webhookrelay.com helps you test API connections and webhooks without having to have exposure to the internet, but from a security perspective and a privacy perspective, it's one of Carlos's side projects. He's got about 500 customers now paying 10, 20 bucks a month to call it. Again, about 10,000 bucks a month in revenue, growing between 10 and 15% month over month. It's just him, completely bootstrapped. He built it for himself back in 2017 and has slowly grown since then based off a content strategy for onboarding. Carolus, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.